0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one iconic minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And joining us again today, we have our friend Zoe Estrin-Grayley. Hi. Hello. Yay. So today we're talking about <laughs> Minute 169. Nice. Which starts with uh, the Witch King saying, Fool, no man can kill me. And it ends with Eowyn, um turning back towards the camera, having observed that Gothmog is like struggling his way over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To, I don't know what well, vengeance.
1: Yeah, for for Eowyn slicing his leg earlier.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. I thought he just got really angry that the Witch King died, but like,
1: no, like Awen one v one's Gothmog and then kills the Witch King.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my boss. Day. I don't get
2: paid. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, this is uh, the big one.
1: Yeah, yes. war. We. <laughs> We've we've reached we've reached uh, a moment we've talked about a lot pretty much whenever Eowyn comes up at all
0: because mm-hmm. um, this is like her defining moment.
1: Yeah, no man can kill me. Yeah, and then the reason she has this goofy helmet
2: just oh, dude, you know. Like, I knew it was goofy, but watching this, like, really intently, it just, she has no nose. It's very strange. Yeah.
1: It's like- It's a weird you know, that, look. It's like, uh, all of her expressions are like that meme where you clip out the middle two inches of the frame <laughs> and, like, push the <laughs> eyes and mouth together.
0: Oh my god, you're that's, right. That's
1: like what you get. This mm. is cursed. <laughs> cursed.
0: Yeah. Ooh, do not like
2: that information.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh,
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. She has to take the helmet off dramatically, so it's important to have it. But still, right? It's not it one of their to, better helmet designs.
1: And it has to believably hide part of her face.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Not that we yeah. didn't get that kind of shot where Theoden thinks he recognizes her last last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, "What is that?" And then you know, two, three minutes later, he gets killed by the Nazgul, or is mortally wounded He's by dying. the Nazgul. Yeah. Um but yeah, the Witch King just just lifts Eowyn up off the ground, uh says his very dramatic line, and gets shanked in the calf by Mary.
0: <laughs> Where has Thanks, he been Mary. the whole time? He's Where been waiting Mary, for this moment. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's he's been hiding. He had he had his he's fun killing sniffing. orcs last week for a little bit, and then he's just I'm tired, I'm gonna lay down.
2: I mean, I guess and, a Nazgul landed on him. So He's kind of been on the ground. I mean it's the only way that he could be in this position is if the Nazgul essentially landed on him.
1: Right. He saw it coming and just just hit the deck. <laughs> I'm not standing up till that thing gets away. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna play dead. I don't want that thing to eat me because I fit entirely inside its mouth.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like and that then, he uh, tries. It's kind of sweet. He's like, no, I got this. I can do it. I will help. I And I mean, he does, mouth. but also like, he just like he's just on the ground. He doesn't get up, which fair.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he experienced just a just a small bit of the kind of pain that Frodo got from getting stabbed with the Morgul blade.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's just, you know, he's been affected by this thing's essence by cutting it open uh, with a sword that can injure the Witch King because it was made by the people. That came from like Numenor, but we don't know that in the context of the movies.
0: <laughs> it's because his heart is big, and yes. his will is strong. <laughs> like that's yeah. why. That's, that's what I got for you. Yeah. So, you know, like in the context of the movies specifically, since you know we're talking about the freaking movie. Yeah. Um, is the loophole because he is a Hobbit then? Yes. If his sword isn't magic. Yes. Okay, so, like, when he says, no man can kill me, like, that is only specifying, like, a human man? I guess. So an elf could have just shot him in the face?
1: Or whoever created this prophecy wasn't aware that hobbits existed, so they were exempt.
0: But it says, like, no man can kill me. An, an elf is not a man? I guess. There are male elves, but they're yeah. not men.
1: But clearly, clearly the elves... This
0: loophole elf- is, like, a big... This is a big loophole. This is like, yeah.
2: you're coming out most... Like, most people could kill you. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Right. All... Like, any ladies plus anyone who isn't, like, of the race of men. That's, yeah. Most people in Middle Earth could kill you. Right. It's a bad prophecy.
1: It's very bad.
2: <laughs> it's not, no a, one tries. not a good prophecy.
1: <laughs> no one tries because they assume that they fall under the header of man with the capital M and then just don't bother trying to kill the witch king.
2: But again, would, would a, would an elf think that they fell under the header of man?
1: Right? Well, it's like, um, there's this thing. It's like a, like a web comic or something. Someone posted. It's just like, we all understood what I meant. Don't play this game with me. <laughs>
2: No, but this relies very specifically on the prophecy being specific.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: This, like, yeah, we knew what you meant, but on the other hand...
1: Clearly. It's about,
2: it's specifically about the wording. Right. That makes this important. Yeah. All right, I can't go down another rabbit hole.
0: I can't do this. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, not to under... Not to undercut like how how awesome this moment is, but I'm just like, okay. If if we don't have the background that Mary has a magic sword right. that is specifically designed to shank Her, the witch king. Right, beings um, of shadow. Yeah. Is is it then that like I don't know. Also,
1: Sam and Pippin's swords are also of the same thing, or they, they would have been, but Pippin got a new sword in Gondor.
0: Yeah, that's true. So because know. they got
1: him from the the Barrow Downs or whatever.
2: Anyway, this prophecy is very confusing. Right, but the point is, it leads to an awesome moment, so it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. that's how uh, it works.
1: Accidental uh, feminist iconic moment written by J.R.R. Tolkien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can give him a lot of credit for it. Yeah,
1: it's very accidental and born out of spite.
0: He he tripped uh, and fell into some feminism.
1: Yeah, <laughs> born born pure. Born purely out of, but that's nonsense. The whole no man born of woman thing in Macbeth. Mm. Like, the obvious answer was to be a woman born of woman. What are you thinking, Shakespeare? I can do it better.
2: (laughs) My favorite thing is how much, like, Lord of the Rings is essentially just Tolkien being like, I really hate Macbeth. Here's all (laughs) the ways it could have been better.
1: The trees can actually be alive.
2: my Macbeth fan fiction. <laughs> uh, I know the last time I was on your, I was on here, I think I talked about Eowyn for an entire hour, but. um,
1: Pretty close. Yeah. We're
2: going to do that again. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to, not to dive too deeply into her character. Cause this is really like, it's really just the culmination of everything. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you need to dive back into it. Like if, at this point, you kind of know everything you need to know about Eowyn to know why this moment makes sense for her to have. Mm-hmm. Um, feminism or not, like, just just in terms of Eowyn as a person getting to have this moment of being, like, she's not necessarily the heir apparent, but there is sort of part of her that is in for her protection of Theoden mm-hmm. and all that, like, it just kind of builds in a really really well-done way to be like, yeah, of course she gets to kill the Witch King. That makes sense. Like, this checks out. Also, spite. Also, spite. Thank you. (laughs) The great motivator. Like, look, that's why I do most things. So I understand that. I can't, I can't judge.
1: Right, like, um, I was, I can't remember where I read it or who wrote it, but I remember, um, years ago, reading, uh, reading a, reading an article about this moment with like quotes from a bunch of woman fantasy authors about how this is the moment that caused them to like want to write fantasy Mm. and like one of those is like
2: yeah yeah i mean (laughs) like i i obviously love classic fantasy novels i really do um Ladies, kind of thin on the ground. Like you get a couple of really good ones, but even in those, occasionally they're like still crummy. Um, and there's usually only one or two. Like I guess Eddings pretty much has Pulgara, which <laughs> mad respect. I love. Her. Yes,
0: yes, she's cool.
2: But like is great. But like that's kind of the one. That's it. It's what you get. Mm-hmm. Like at least in the beginning of that, there's a lot of damsels in distress like yeah early fantasy novels don't have a lot of women in them in cool roles unless they're so, like villains
1: which is its own bag of words
2: right yeah that's a whole different situation um
1: because <laughs> there's there's a whole lot of cool lady villains in fantasy but that's its own problem
2: yeah, absolutely that's a, But that's a whole thing of, like, if you're a cool lady who has any agency, you are filled with evil, which, like, okay, fair, that is true about me personally, but that doesn't <laughs> mean it's true about everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know how to, how or to like square that circle. Or, like,
1: any agency at all and not uh, destined to be king, you must be evil.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Like, there's just, there's so many, and, like, I think I know we talked about how, like, all of, like, all three of the women in in Lord of the Rings are really, really cool, and I will stand by that. But on the other hand, um, they don't get a ton of agency, unfortunately. Right. Like, each one is cool on their own. Eowyn is the only one who kind of has, like, a moment of agency. I guess Arwen does to a certain extent, but it's, like, a very... It's a lesser kind of agency, and I want to say, oh, and it's this tied to the journey Eowyn's of a man. Agency, right? Exactly, exactly. Like I think Aowen deciding to go help them, like deciding to be in this battle, is her moment of agency. Not necessarily like killing the Witch King. Like she's already here. She might as well just kill the Witch King while she's here. <laughs> um, right. You know. But like, yeah, she does it to protect Theda, but that he does die. So mm-hmm. there is that part. And she does get super racked. Like, that helps. Um, but yeah, I can I can totally understand how, like, in the same way that Tolkien saw Macbeth and was like, I'm gonna write some stuff based on this because I think I could do it better. Like, I can totally understand how a number of uh writers looked at this scene and were like, okay, I can do this, but that's gonna be the whole thing. That's gonna be the yeah. whole story.
0: Right. Yeah. Is it's this gonna be moment. 200 pages of this. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: what if what if I make Eowyn the main character?
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh I really respect that because that's how I I ended up in writing by reading uh, reading female authors writing things about girls who were awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we can tie, I think we can tie a lot of those writers back to this. So mm-hmm.
1: like uh Tamora Pierce, too. I think is.
2: Yep. Yeah. The, the queen of my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm almost 30. She's still like my favorite author. It's fine. Right. I'm a. to Like the,
1: like the main character of those books um, is like 100%. I'm going to write Eowyn as the main character, right?
2: Oh, oh. yeah. No, that's a hundred percent. She dresses up as a boy to become a knight that's yep. the whole point of the book like and then she like stabs everyone it's like this mm-hmm. but four books of this <laughs> and then she, she wrote just gets, a bunch more she,
0: she just gets progressively angrier and like that's less, true less fracks given like <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh alana
2: is if i had like if I had to choose a character that had the most influence on me as a human being, that's it's that character. It's yeah, Alana. Like absolutely, hundred percent. She's small. She's angry. She's intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those like, are
1: words it, I would use to describe you.
2: She's really <laughs> stubborn. Yeah, exactly. Like she's small and full of hate. Like it's it was me. I read it when I was a child. I was like, oh. Look, it's me. I am all. I'm the same age as this character. I will become this person. Like this is who I want to be in my life, and it was fine. <laughs> but like, it's so clear that that's a character that's based on Eowyn in this moment. Which just, yes. it's it's one of those things that you could trace back and be like, so, so many people, especially like girls and women, were inspired by this moment to either create more of that or to become a person based on even like even if it's based on a character based on this moment, she's just like this moment in literary history spawned like a crazy amount of nerd feminists. Like it yeah. just did. That's how it happened. Like a, and an that's... entire
0: like sub genre of literature. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things that's just so important. Like, um, I could probably point to like some Anne McCaffrey stuff that came from this. Yeah, um, she was a she was an early one. I'm like sl- like looking at my bookshelf. Like <laughs> let me see. But, right. Like, I could probably I could write a paper tracing the lineage of this specific moment to like its effect on like the fantasy genre, women getting into writing fantasy women right like just general like there's a lot that comes from this scene
1: yeah right because a lot and, of it starts in the in the 60s
2: right exactly yeah like a lot of it's that early like 60s 70s fantasy when women were finally like kind of quote unquote allowed in to a certain extent um even like uh oh god what's her name marion zimmer bradley May she burn in hell <laughs> um who is a terrible person and I understand, but like also like I can't ignore her because her book Is that
1: the are, author like, of Myths of Avalon?
2: Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. No. She's a terrible person. Totally right. understand that. Unfortunately, we must point out the the influence she had on fantasy.
1: Well, like it, it's and it's like really specifically so much modern Arthurian stuff is based on Myths of Avalon.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And a lot of that, like, and that comes from rewriting a fantasy tale from a, a f- like the female gaze essentially, like putting right, putting a woman as your main character. Right. As That's your, from
1: Morgan Le Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: There's like a really terrible TV miniseries.
2: <laughs> I actually, I thankfully have never seen it. Um, I've also not, never bought a copy of this book. I've read this book. I've bought every copy for like 50 cents at a used bookstore. And
0: I probably, yeah, I, it on this. I got mine right. for like less than a dollar at a used right. bookstore. <laughs> yeah. Looks good. Getting, terrible. She's a terrible person.
1: Don't, don't give your money to them by buying a new copy. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, want to no, read it, just find, buy, a, find a used one.
2: <laughs> buy it used. It, Yeah, uh, it's, that's a hard one. You're like, okay, just like be cool about this. But right. like, again, you kind of have to acknowledge like the like what she did for the genre (laughs) so that's hard um yeah yeah, absolutely like so many so many like retellings and like you know obviously there have been like warrior women before eowyn yeah there have been mythological ones there have been like there you know that's like even if you want to go like historically we had joan of arc she was there so Mm yeah it's not like it's he's pulling something completely unknown and unheard of, but it was one of the first times like it was written down in like a modern novel in a way that like like that novel started existing. Yeah, um, just given like genre constraints, etc. So it's it's a big deal, uh, and uh, Miranda Otto does it so well, like. She just, she makes my heart sing when she does this. There's a reason that this is the moment that everybody cheers. Like, yes, there's another moment that everybody cheers. But this is the big one. This Mm -hmm. is the first one. This is the one that everybody's like, like, it's so cathartic to have to a certain extent. And it's just, it's also so rare that your big cheer moment gets to be a woman. And I know- I know I'm on I'm on my feminism train again, but it's too late.
0: <laughs> Especially it's, when these it's... were coming out,
1: right? Like I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine being a teenage girl and like seeing this in the theater and like what effect that had on on you.
0: Like
2: it was amazing. I could tell you right now, it was the best day of my life.
0: Right? Yeah. No. Like... like when I when I saw this, like I didn't even like Eowyn, but like this this moment is so cool. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. I mean, she stabs a dude in the face. It's awesome. yeah. She rips her helmet off,
1: right in the mouth. Just
2: (laughs) yeah, says I am no man. Just you know, not even like the the part about that that's really important is that she's like owning it. There were like there have been fantasy women who are like like when they like Shakespeare. Let's go for Shakespeare. When they pretend to be a man, they get to act like a man, but then they have to go back to their femininity as soon as they take off the disguise. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that describes a lot of the Shakespeare plays with cross-dressing in them Um, so it was nice it's so nice to have somebody take the hat off like take the disguise off and be like no no I'm not a man and then do an awesome like violent thing (laughs) an awesome thing that well an awesome thing that should be like that like is in the like quote unquote like male realm yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? She's acting as she's still acting the same as she did when she had the helmet on. Mm-hmm. She's not suddenly becoming a girl again and she has to be a girl now. Like she's just like, "No, I'm cool. I'm cool with the hat. I'm cool without the hat."
0: Um
1: Right. And that's And important then she marries <laughs> Pierre.
0: Well, I also I wanted I wanted to talk about that, though, because I also think it's important that not only she does this, she doesn't die doing this.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yes, absolutely. Her lack of dying is deeply important. (laughs) And, like, I know a lot of people, I don't know, like, I know we give Tolkien, like, crap about it. But, like, I think Eowyn is really cool because she is able to be, like, simultaneously this, like, badass warrior hero. And then she gets like a healthy relationship. Right, like
1: she's not magical female martyr. That's like a trope in so right. much fiction. Yeah,
2: like yeah. Joan of yeah. Arc. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And she's also not like they don't like insist that she then is like a man and like has no has no womanhood left and doesn't get to get ma- no, like let. Let the woman get married and also kill the Witch King. Like these yeah. things are okay. <laughs> like And
1: Faramir woos you know. her. <gasps> I,
0: I know this movie speak- is just like so long, but like I I want I want it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's so lovely. It re- like it-, it honestly is. I mean I
1: I just want David Wenham saying those wooing words
2: oh, hell yes. on film. I- <laughs> like like, I just want to know how badly he messes up the first time, just given Aww. who Faramir is as a character. Like, you can imagine the first, like, the first attempt is not great.
1: Like, he actually picked the, imagine- a symbol moon to give her, because he doesn't know the significance in Rohan. Yeah. He's like, I don't want that.
0: That's a death flower, how oh. dare you? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh,
2: <laughs> like, I oh these just, are pretty. Like, you know, that's not so nice. it's it's also like a nice you know so much of so much of the end of this is about like nations coming together and Mm -hmm. that that also kind of follows through into that they are from like they're both human but they're from different human societies that don't always get along and they're both important in those societies, that's important. You know, it's just it's it's sort of amending. Like it makes sense that they meet in the houses of healing and stuff, because it is amending of more than just them.
0: God, do they need it though? Like, oh, uh, oh and these poor more children. More. <laughs> need
1: a house of psychiatry. Yes, they do. Yeah,
2: I, <laughs> yeah um, they really. Let people have that. <laughs> Get There's... a shrink in Middle Earth, please.
1: It's just we talked about this with, with Jodorowski. That's Sam. That's just what Sam's gonna do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, oh
1: Sam will make you feel for better. This one,
2: dude, though. one little hobbit. Like
1: but he'll he'll make you feel better. Just talk to Sam. He,
2: but I mean he also like he also went through hell. Yeah. Like, so yeah, he's gonna need somebody.
1: Right? Who does Sam talk to? Gandalf, I guess, for a while. Yeah,
2: I guess Gandalf is kind of the one. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it, it feels so, strange to just talk about how this is important, but it is important. Yes. And I can't define it any more than, like, no, it is. Just accept it. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's, like, probably one of the, like, top five most important, like, things for fiction in the 20th century.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... I think we could say, like most of them came out of lord of the rings. At least like, yeah, a lot of them did. Say, like all of them, yeah.
1: But like, like the the impact of this of this I am no man thing probably like very much extended outside of fantasy too.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably I just, you know, I don't I'm pretty much in my specific genre fictions. Um Yeah. Because like, I don't read, like, adult contemporary or anything, because I love myself, but... Right.
1: I mean, Lord, <laughs> you know? Lord of the Rings made made fantasy mainstream.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, like, I don't know, it...
1: 25 more years before Star Wars did the same thing for sci-fi.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think we might be able to argue that A O N influenced Leia's creation. Probably Um, to a certain extent, like
1: there, I mean, there are also, there are also um, women characters like Leia in um, some of the like martial arts movies and like Asian mythology that influenced the creation of star Wars too. So, I mean, there's a lot that that... goes into, into Leia.
2: Absolutely. And that is a whole, I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other genre situation as well. Yeah. Mm But like it's that's a whole other cultural thing. That's a whole other podcast. Um, right.
1: It it is in fact.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see if I have any. I I swear I have notes that aren't just like this is very yeah, important to me like, personally. There's like there's like two
1: other things in in the minute that I'm just like oh that's kind of cool. Okay. Like the the, the they mentioned in the commentary that the very first orc Aragorn kills on Pelennor Fields is his son dressed up as an orc as part of the stunt team. Uh
0: that was last minute. Was it? Yeah. Or it's like I think.
1: Or it's at it's at the very end of this one. Is it? yeah. Oh,
0: it's yeah, it's, it's you're right.
2: the first orc at Pelennor Field, not the first orc at the uh, monastery okay.
0: Dock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the first orc at Pelennor Field is uh, is Viggo's son Henry, dressed up as part of the stunt team.
0: That is, um...
1: because he wanted to be part of the movies, and he's just like, "Let my dad kill me."
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, <Jennifer. laughs> as you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no!
1: Um, and I really like the way the Witch King dies.
2: Oh, I think it, yeah, no,
0: it's it, super legit.
1: It's both, like, kind of a mirror of the way Sauron dies in the prologue, mm. but also distinct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because there is still, like, that just... weird shockwave.
1: Yeah. But his body doesn't just explode yeah. at the end.
0: I like the crumpling. Yeah. Um, Which,
1: the effect is cool.
2: thing. Yeah, the effect is actually really cool. Uh, my favorite thing they were talking about was that apparently the, the description they got for that was a styrofoam cup at, pre- like, underwater at pressure how it just kind of crumples Mm. um but the best part of the commentary was of that specific commentary was the bit where they were talking about the sound design for it and they're like yep we just crushed up a can just it's a tin can that we crushed like that's that's (laughs) the sound which is like such a great sound engineer thing you're just like what have we got i mean." It's basically a big tin can. Give me a tin can. What have you got? Give me that? We're gonna crush it next to Are you done with that coke?? <laughs> yeah, like what have we got around the office? I love that because like, oh, that just that just makes my my sound designer heart like sore, like, oh, just grab something you got. Just see what you get, make a weird noise with it. It'll sound cool, and like, I don't know. that just continues the the Lord of the Rings um. Trick of being like we just went with whatever was easiest. Like we weren't going to make this a big deal. I love that. Like sometimes, sometimes the easiest thing is the one that we're going to use, even if it's not fancy. <laughs> like this is a tin can; it'll sound fine.
1: I have a lot of respect for foley artists, but there, there's also just a lot oh, of yeah. stuff that foley artists have been doing for like over a hundred years that just works. So oh, keep yeah, and doing it's it.
0: Not like the um the yeah. sheet. Yeah, the, the shake a
1: baking pan. Yeah, it's thunder. Like you got it. It's legit. Yeah, like shake a baking pan. Run water over it.
2: Mm-hmm. If it if it's not broke, don't fix it. If you can get the sound in an easy way, do it, and then stick it in a computer and make it you know slightly deeper so it doesn't sound like you're crushing an aluminum can. Yeah, <laughs> and uh you're done. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds so great because I'm like, oh, I can do that. Like I have the I have the knowledge to do that,
1: right? Some editing software. I can work at Weta. <laughs> I got my tin can, a microphone, Audacity. I can do this, right? Make this happen.
2: Yeah, it's not wrong. I've had to make sounds for shows that were way harder than this. <laughs> I definitely think this is so nice. Not- I'm like, oh, I wish- that's I could have just done that. Why didn't I think of that?
1: Right. Don't overthink it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I feel like this could so easily have been like, yeah, we can buy seven different sounds instead of just like, nope, we just crushed a can. Sounded good. Yeah. Done. Mm. And and when you listen to it, you're like, Yep, that's the sound of a can getting crushed.
0: What else would it sound like? But it's so satisfying
2: though. Yeah, oh it does it's, it does totally sound like like it sounds good. It feels good. It- like
1: it's metal getting crushed and warped. What else is it supposed to sound
2: like? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I I like. I mean, that's one of the things that I really like about all the, all the stuff they do on this. is just is the simple the simplicity of it. Hmm. It's, it's something that I feel like a lot of movies now are are missing. They go for the hardest thing. What like, why must everything be CGI? Just make a practical. It will take less time.
0: But it's more money. expensive now. Because money.
2: I mean, not crushing a can, that's not more expensive. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like CGI creatures versus practical effects and stuff now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, now that they, it's more that they like have the technology now and they're going to abuse it and they hurt me.
1: But like like Dark Crystal Age of Resistance looks awesome.
2: Yeah, that's because it's real. Like, that's why, I mean, that's why a lot of this stuff still looks so good. It's why a lot of Jurassic Park still looks so good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because Jurassic it Parks will always look good. Because it's real. Exactly. Like, if you show up and it's real, you can't, I don't know. It's, I get, I get very on this. I, I haven't worked in theater in a long time, but I still, like, I've made some stuff. That I should not have made, firstly, <laughs> but it looked really, really good, and it was super simple. And I feel like, and then like I've worked with directors who are like, we have to spend fifty dollars on this thing, and I'm like, I can do this for you in an hour out of stuff I found.
0: Like, mm-hmm.
2: it, it it's not it's not that much more money if you know what you're doing. But I think the skills are being lost, and that makes me a little sad. Because mm. I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm old school that way. I just, I like those practicals. I really do. Right, no, like go, how long is it
1: going to be until there's like virtually no physical filming of people and it's all CG? No,
0: no, no. We the tried Hobbit. That. <laughs> That's I The mean, Hobbit. <laughs>
1: but like, as it gets better, and it will get better. Yeah. We're going to start to get to like super uncanny valley, like at some point a super uncanny valley movie that someone's going to make.
2: Yeah, it just... We're getting closer all the it, time. Yeah, thankfully I'm Avatar worried. is the way it was. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it, it's... We're so close, like, video games are looking better and better these days.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When does that start? I don't know. I know this sounds right. like I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I just... Look, I love me a good puppet. You can't put on Little Shop of Horrors without a weird puppet. It's just, you can't yeah.
1: do it. Yeah, I don't want to CGI Audrey 2. Like, no.
0: Yeah, think how bad that would be.
1: Absolutely so not.
0: Aren't they remaking that?
1: God, I hope not.
0: No, I, yeah. I swear no, to God, aren't don't. they remaking that?
2: I I honestly try not to know.
0: Okay. Look, well, never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one with Rick Moranis and, and Steve Martin, it's perfect. Just just like me.
2: That's the one. Look, they... There are people, there are like companies that make their money just renting those puppets out to theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and it's great. Though those puppet one, they smell terrible. Awful.
1: <laughs> They've right. been around for like twenty years. It's just covered in sweat yeah. and it's rubber and Ew. plastic. It's terrible. Yeah,
2: it's real gross. But, like, I don't know. It's one of the things that I love so much about these is is how much of it is real. And it's one of the things I hate so much about The Hobbit, how much of it is not real. And mm-hmm. I blame this. I blame this in large part on why The Hobbit is bad. Also, there's just, a lot of other problems.
1: I want the version of those Hobbit movies that were envisioned by Guillermo del Toro before Peter Jackson was told, hey, take all this pre-production work uh, Guillermo did and uh, make these movies for us because he said no.
0: Do you think he would have had Doug Jones in a suit as an orc or something? Yeah, there's no way he wanted. <laughs> like he he has to. Be Doug crazy. Jones would
1: have been Azog or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think he's legally required to put jo- Doug Jones in a weird suit.
1: Then we would okay, have gotten Doug Jones and Andy Serkis in, in a movie together. Yeah.
0: Didn't we just talk about this? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with 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 Joe and Joe and Andrew recording for Protagonist Okay, I, I
0: get my my recordings all messed up.
1: Like, then we would have Doug Jones and Andy Circus in a movie together, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Why didn't I get the Guillermo del Toro version of those Hobbit movies? I'm so curious
0: because uh, didn't didn't watch their face do a whole like docu series on like the the mishaps of the Hobbit.
1: Yeah, I mean, Del Toro just was like that. We need to watch leftover it. <laughs> creative differences. I I watched it forever ago. Oh Okay, well, I just okay. don't remember most about it. Most of the stuff that's in it, I, uh, other than lots of shots of Peter Jackson leaned against things looking sad.
0: <laughs> mean, oh no! He got handed something half, not even half done, and it was just like, okay, make it good. And he's and like, he like oh, okay. but it's not, but it's not my bait. I C- guess. Can I'll... I start over? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd be. Sad I mean, too. I can't.
2: Yeah. I can't blame him. I can't necessarily blame anyone for that. It was just like a comedy of errors, but
0: Mm -hmm.
2: it would have been better if it hadn't all been on green screen.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime something like switches directors or production teams, like after a bunch of pre-production has always been done, it it just never turns out great. You can always see just like where things were lost. Yeah. Because the studio can't change their release date.
2: If somebody gave me like a half finished novel and was like finish this, I'd be
0: like no. Like yeah. There's no way that would be good.
1: Finish this for 10 million dollars. Um,
0: I guess. Okay. I mean, I'd do it, but I I wouldn't be happy. It's not going to be it. good. Yeah. <laughs> there was
2: no there would be no way it would be decent. Like it would be trash from beginning to end and I would be like I would hand it out and be like I'm sorry.
1: Oh, and we need when- it in like 3 months. So
2: yeah, no, like, I can't, I can't get on people for that. It's still terrible. All of it's still bad, but, you know, I can't, I can't place blame for it, but it just, it does show, like, the difference between, like, when it's something you love versus something you're trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,
2: like, that's the thing. Look, when you crush a can for a sound effect, you know that's something you love because you thought <laughs> about it enough to go and, like, do it yourself instead of being like, oh, I don't want to get up, I'm just gonna put, like, I'm just gonna Google crush can sound or whatever. Like, I'm just gonna try to, like, piece the sound together. And it's never gonna be as good as, like, if you go out and you get your own sound. It just isn't. And this is my paper on why this single crush can sound is why the film industry is failing <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like that's where I'm going, and I need to stop now uh.
1: all right
0: oh, <laughs> uh, that got dark do we have i mean like there's a whole like other half of this minute right. that happens after just, but, like, <laughs> fighting on Fields. Does it does it matter right. really? <laughs> like,
1: uh, I do think it's no. funny that uh, Legolas and Gimli, their little counting thing. Yeah. It's uh Legolas goes fifteen, sixteen, seventeen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Gimli goes eighteen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait. He's gotta stay ahead of him. Yeah, may the best Regardless. Yeah. I uh,
2: their counting thing is so cute. They're yeah. so dumb.
1: <laughs> then, then Gothmog is just you know, so chasing dumb. after Eowyn Her hair is just such a mess, much messier than it was. Just like literally ten seconds, seconds ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know. There was like a weird it. shock wave. Huh? There was a weird shock wave. I'll yeah. allow it.
2: Miranda Otto does say she had to do those takes crawling around a lot, and so the wig just got wrecked. That's right, just apparently worse worse. what it looks like. Like I on like team the- twenty.
1: <laughs> I, right at the very last moment of the minute, there's a guy over her shoulder that's dead. Like, he's supposed to be a dead extra, but he just looks like he's taking a nap. Like, <laughs> Chilling. Like he's
0: yeah, he's very peaceful. Just, I mean... Just,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Look, if I was an extra, I'd sleep too. If my job was to be dead all day, you might be sleeping. We don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had to be under a sheet for an entire play once in high school, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> god
1: just laying under they, the they, laying on a table under a sheet because i was frankenstein's monster
0: uh,
1: i just stood up at the end that's
0: the most thankless role Yes. <laughs> that's rough yeah
2: that's funny they do talk about how there's there's a lot of blood that they made for these shots mm-hmm for like the battle. And then they were like, and then since our rating was the way it was, we kind of had to cut out a lot of it.
1: Right. They're like, I hope Peter makes the 18 cut someday.
2: Like there were like blood and guts that they made and put on people and that didn't make it.
0: Is it bad that I do not want that?
1: I mean, I don't necessarily want it in the movie, but I'm curious. I
0: think we we talked about that, right? Like the quote unquote, like edgy game of Thrones cut of Lord of the Rings. Like I do not want that.
1: Right? Like, is there just like a pile of fake intestines on a horse in the field somewhere that that they made, like stuff like that? Like, what are they talking about? Well,
2: I don't know if you could say that it would be the dark and edgy Game of Thrones cut. I feel like that would be more like the Dead Alive cut, where it's just goofy (laughs) blood,
1: like a a priest kung fu fighting a zombie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like like that movie has a lot of gore in it. And it is all super goofy. Like none of it is. None of it. You're like, oh god, that's like intestines. You're like, what is that? What are you doing? Yeah. The blood is all kind of pinkish. So you know, it could With have all been this sausage. A, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It could have just been like a really goofy cut of this movie instead. That's true. The gore well, could have made like, it
0: funnier. We um we just rewatched Two Towers because. God knows why. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we just rewatched it. Tap- no, I know, but like you know the scene where the orcs like you know looks like meats back on the menu boys, and then there's like a like oh, a yeah. links like sausage links that just fly out of this <laughs> thing that they're eating. Yeah, that's that's the most Peter Jackson moment in the whole trilogy. Oh, yeah, 100%. and I stand by that. <laughs>
2: absolutely they like there's nothing realistic about that which is what makes it so good yeah <laughs> that's that's part of the that's like the important parts i feel like i feel like you can't really have like a gritty cut of lord of the rings be, if peter jackson is in charge of it because yeah. no the whole
0: thing is them just being like no we can't make it that ridiculous no
1: maybe like george miller's R- 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 lord of the rings i
0: just but i don't i don't want that because that's like not in the spirit of it because then it's just like.
1: Then he would just cast like Tom Hardy as Aragorn.
0: I mean, well, I guess I'm oh. for that, but like.
1: <laughs> and.
0: Charlie uh, Theron is like as Awen. A- yeah, she's too old. She, she can be Galadriel. She doesn't
1: look too old as Furiosa. Yeah. No,
0: I know. She, yeah, she can be Galadriel. She
2: just has to like turn up at the final battle and stab everyone.
0: Yeah, she just shows up that's with in like a contract an... <laughs> with like a gun. <laughs>
1: Laser eyes.
0: <laughs> Alright, maybe I do want that. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of
2: Love Laureate is this Glock.
1: <laughs> Just very, very over exaggerated, like comes to the front of the sound design click of yep, the gun yep. being cut. <laughs> This is the might of the she just elves. She the witch <laughs> Oh
2: my god. She just walks into Mordor and shoots the eye.
1: <laughs> what you're saying is Galadriel is the bullet farmer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that would be fine. I'd take that cut.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're from... We're gonna go out on a high note. So we're from the website to <laughs> Um, do you... I don't know if you haven't joined our Facebook listener group yet, the fellowship of the mic. Uh, what are you waiting for? We have been doing this for like a really long time and we only have so much movie left. So
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Get in on the memes while it's good. Um, we're also on Twitter at LOTR minute. If you prefer that hell site um, as opposed to the other one, choose
1: your hell
2: site. Yes.
0: <laughs> Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.